it is 9.15 on our clocks. This is Spice Radio 1200 AM. You're tuned into the Morning Buzz. You're with me, Natasha, and with me is Mankaran. Halloween is usually and always celebrated on the eve of All Hallowtide, or else as we know it is All Saints Day, where we remember the ones who have passed. Today on the show... We are going to connect with the founder and creator of Soul Gazer. She is an intuitive, a psychic, and a medium. A warm welcome to the show, Jillian Pamela. Good morning, Jillian. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And really, you know, it's it's my pleasure to have you on the show because I'm so intrigued to find out about what you do. You are a medium. You connect with the other side and we want to know all about it so tell us a little bit about what you do Jillian sure of course yeah so um I've been this way my whole life I've always been able to see spirits and see I say that I see the unseen so whether that's in when I'm reading somebody's future or when I'm connecting them to their loved ones on the other side um and basically it's just about opening up to those beings and the spirits and the energies that are coming through with the messages they want me to relay to the people that I read for. You know, Julian, when I think of a medium, and uh, forgive me if you know that thing, if you think that's inappropriate, but I think of Whoopi Goldberg's character, or <laughs> May Brown in Ghost. So, is it something like that? Can you see figures? Can you hear them? Can you hear the spirits? Yes, actually, it's and it's very comical in, in Ghost when Whoopi does it, but it's very similar to how uh, I receive information. Um, I can see them. I can hear them. Sometimes uh, I receive information in all, with all of my senses. So when those on the other side come through, sometimes they don't speak the same language that I do, so they'll relay messages in a way that I can understand it. So sometimes it'll be a scent of something, you know, if, if your grandfather on the other side was a pipe smoker, sometimes they'll make me smell pipe smoke or um, sometimes they'll, they'll grab my arm to let me know that they're there or sometimes they'll, um, they'll speak to me. I, I can hear them. They come in a, in a variety of different ways, for sure. So has that intimidated you at any point of time? Have you got scared yourself? Uh, there's been a few, especially growing up, like as a kid, you know, seeing we had a spirit in our house that loved to to do you know spooky things to freak us out a little bit. Um, she the the ghost in my house used to love to take things, and then she would give them back in very dramatic ways. But one on one occasion, uh, my grandmother lost her keys, and my trick was always to say to the spirit, "Can you please give it back? Because I know that they're tricksters." <laughs> so I said ask for your keys back, and then all of a sudden behind her, the keys just dropped out of thin air and landed on the ground really loudly. So, oh, wow. <laughs> That's a few experiences, for sure. Well, it's giving me goosebumps. Now, you know, Jillian, this brings me to the next question. Are spirits all around us, like even in my studio currently, right now? Are they everywhere? Absolutely. Absolutely. We all come with our own team of spirits, and spirits don't always have to be those of the ones that have departed to the other side. You know, we come with our own group of, some people call them angels, some people call them spirit guides, but our own spirit team that is always with us, always backing us up and helping us, helping to guide us, as long as we're open to receiving their guidance and their, and their messages. 
And when you talk to spirits, I mean, does that kind of uh, change your ideas about what it is like after after death? What is life after death? It absolutely, it, it absolutely does change my perspective. You know, um, my family, we've lost a few relatives over the past few years. And knowing that they're there, receiving the signs from them from the other side and being shown what I've been shown, it, it lessens the feeling of loss because, because I know they're right there. You know, like my grandma will come through and be like, why are you crying? Like, I'm right, I'm right here with you. So it definitely I'm not as scared as what comes next. Um, and, I, and I feel like people shouldn't, shouldn't be as scared of what comes next, the afterlife. And honestly, you know, people talk about the veil being thin. Well, there really isn't a veil. It's just, it's just this separation of things that we can't with our eyes but just because we can't see them doesn't mean that they're not there you know I, I often say about the stars the stars are always there whether we can see them or not if, if it's a cloudy night the stars are just beyond that cloud so just like our loved ones are on the other side you can't always see them but you should always know they're there and I guess uh, this is also part of, uh, you know, healing yourself, especially when you lose someone you love. It's part of the process of healing when people connect with you. You've been 25 years in the business, right, Julian? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And yeah. is there a way that, you know, spirits help us when we kind of communicate with them? or They don't want to be disturbed. They say, hey, you know what? We've moved away from that world. Leave us alone. So does that happen too? Um, you know, the type of people that we are, here on earth often translates to, to who they are in spirit. So if they were kind of a grouchy person here, they certainly <laughs> don't necessarily become saints on the other side, you could say. Um, I would say a lot of times, though, our loved ones, if they don't come through all the time, it's to allow us to heal. Because I don't, there's lots of times where people say they don't come to my dreams or they don't come, they don't show me signs. And then I, and then I ask them, well, when they come to your dreams, do you wake up? sadder than when you went to sleep? Or do you want to continue to sleep and stay in that dream state? And they say, well, yes, because I miss them. And I said, well, they don't want their visits to cause you more pain. So they'll, sometimes spirits will keep their distance um, until they feel that you're able to, to handle their presence again. Now, Julian, uh, when people come to you uh, for your service as a medium, what are some of the common questions people ask their loved ones? Um, a lot of times they just want to know that they're not alone. They want to know that their loved ones are okay on the other side. I actually get quite often people asking for lost items. So can you ask them where this was? Or um, people sometimes ask me if there's, you know, debates when it comes to the estate or their wills. They'll ask, what, what would my loved one have wanted in this case? Who should we give the jewelry to? Or who should we, how should we give these things <laughs> up? Okay. I've had people ask me, where's the, where's the jewels? Like, where did they leave the jewelry? So I get that a lot, too. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Okay. I thought people would be more concerned as to how their loved one is doing on the other side. Like, are you happy? Are you okay? Are you missing me? That kind of thing. Uh, but that's, that's, the main, that's the main theme of when people come to me. But there are times where, and you know, when it comes to settling up an estate, that, that also is, they just want what their loved one wanted. They want to make sure that what they're doing is honoring their loved one in a way that their loved one would want to be honored. 
That's very interesting. Now, uh, Julian, uh, is there any session that you remember that was very memorable? Like, say, probably like the ghost moment that we that I always talk about. Um, you know, there's been a few memorable moments. Um, one specifically, I was doing a session online, and people had uh, usernames. So it wasn't it wasn't people's real names. It was like a, a big group session with a lot of anonymous people. And the spirit was coming through, and I was, I was, you know, trying, I was relaying the messages. She, you know, the spirit said to her sister, "Well, I remember you sitting. At, I, I was there with you when you sat at my grave. You asked a question. The, the wind blew the tree. There were certain things like that." And I said, "She keeps, she keeps bringing up rose, like not the flower rose, but rose." And she just keeps saying, "Rose, rose, rose." this is your confirmation that it's real, Rose. And then somebody else, and then the lady in the chat realized, well, that's her real name was Rose. I would have no idea that her name was Rose. This, this one the spirit was just adamant, Rose. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it dawned on her, she goes, oh my gosh, that's my real name, is Rose. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. That was, pretty, that was pretty neat. And Jillian, I definitely want to get your thoughts on how mass media depicts, you know, communicating with spirits. Like famously, I think of how many times movies showcase people using a Ouija board to communicate with spirits and things just go kind of crazy. What do you think of the representation of that? You know, I think that the media in many cases feeds off of fear. Um, And no matter what situation you go to in life, whether it's using a Ouija board or going to a medium, if you go into it with fear, oftentimes that's the experience that you're going to have, or you're going to limit your, you're going to limit how good that experience could be if you just went into it with an open mind. Ouija boards aren't evil, but if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know how you're, what you're working with and you don't have proper knowledge behind it, it can certainly turn into a bit of a a tricky situation, but in itself, it's, it's what we put into it. I think media definitely blows things out of proportion a lot of times. Are there scary things out there? Absolutely. But in my experience, I've come across far more benevolent spirits than I have anything to be afraid of. And Julian, before I let you go, when people want to connect with you, how do they know they're ready to see a medium and to connect with their loved one? So, first of all, there's a difference between a psychic and a medium. So psychics oftentimes will see the future, the past, the present, um, but they don't always see spirits on the other side. And mediums will connect to those on the other side, but they aren't always psychic. So first of all, I like to to clarify that with my clients. Like, what are you coming to me for? So we can have the best session possible because I am both psychic and medium. But um, I think that just in reaching out to somebody, when you just get that feeling, like, I'm going to reach out to somebody, I'm going to book a session, that means it's time. That means it's time. And a lot of times, you know, uh, I have clients that we, we can't connect on our schedule for a month to two months in advance. And that's oftentimes spirit saying, you know, now is not the time, but, but everything happens in, in divine timing. That's what, I, that's what I would say. That's beautiful. And of course, people can book a session with you, not only for uh, you being only as a medium, but as a psychic, you also read cards, palms, and tea leaves as well. Um, You want to give them your uh, social handle so that people can connect with you and find out more about what you do? Yes, of course. Uh, They can find me on my website, which is starryeyedsoulgazer.com, 
or they can find me on social media at uh, facebook.com slash soulgazing. And I'm also on Instagram under Starry Eyes Soulgazer. Wonderful, Julian. Thank you so much for your time this morning. You've been, you've really enlightened us on, you know, the other side. And of course, thank you so much uh, for, you know, sharing this lovely experience with us. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you guys have a spooky Halloween. You too.